The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Silva, and today my guests are Julie Bowen and Jill Varen, and we're going to be talking about their new line of personal care products for boys, really for everyone, but it was inspired by them raising boys, being boy moms, and the line is called JB Scrub. So we're going to dive into their journey as entrepreneurs, you know, raising stinky boys and all that comes with it. So check it out. I mean, okay, so we'll jump in because I know we're all busy moms. Julie, I was telling Jill that I'm also a mom to two boys. So when I saw this come through my inbox, I was like, yes, please, I have to talk to them. I have to talk to them not only to talk about these products, but I have a few questions, like help me. But (laughs) okay. but um, okay, so uh, so I was looking at the JB Scrub Instagram. So I want you to first tell me all about this line. But I was so sort of moved. This might sound a little emotional, but that the sort of the inception for this product was that was you you guys were solving you know your teenagers or your tweens problems, which are really subsequently become mom's problems. And I think I'm sort of paraphrasing mm-hmm. that. But I heard, Julie, you say that on IG. And I was like, yes, that's everything. So tell us about this product line, the inception, the inspiration, all of it. Well, um, first of all, it was really Jill and I standing next to each other at a birthday party talking about, you know, they're really starting to smell and it's gross. And Jill's kids especially were super into ice hockey at the time. And that equipment is real yeah. nasty. And I had just come off of um, a, a summer where I'd hired a Manny who, for because I thought it'd be fun for my kids. And this kid was so nice, but he used the body spray that shall not be named that um, smells like death in a can. And there's like sandalwood death in a can or sage death in a can, but it's death in a can. And I said, Jill, this is all that there is out there. And I just was shrugged. And Jill goes, well, let's do something about it in her very quiet, very efficient way. And that was the inception. And I said, I don't know how to do that, but Jill has a background much more closely aligned with this um, and a bit at Condé Nast for years and knew something about the beauty business. So I followed her lead. Yeah, and I had been, you know, I think I was just coming off of like summer camp and I this was where, I mean, I had to pack up for the for my son and he was like, I'm not taking my baby wash to summer camp. I'm like, you're right. We get to do something about this. And then I looked at all the big stores online everywhere. And there were plenty of options for like young girls, like, but nothing for young boys. Um, and they weren't a man. Like at this point, like he's not a man, right? Like at the age of 12, they're not men. Um, and they don't need to smell like exactly what Julie was talking about. Uh, so we, I had um, a number of friends in the industry, former clients, formulators, and we tapped into the network and called on the best of the best. And here we are three years later, and we're super <laughs> proud of JB Scrub. 
just three years later, just a quick three years. It turns out if you're bootstrapping, which we are, because we are not affiliated, we don't have, we're not secretly like owned by Procter and Gamble or don't secretly have some massive fund to draw on. So we've been bootstrapping and thank God for Jill. And um, we have advisors and, you know, that we've hired, you know, on a temporary basis who have walked us through packaging, filling, uh, formulating, um, labs, all the stuff you've got to go through. And it is a real eye opener. Yeah, I can can only imagine. I mean, three years to me actually doesn't, I know it probably sounds like a lifetime to you guys from like, you know, inception to shelves, but it doesn't seem that long to me just knowing how much goes into this process. So speaking of that, why, what, why, excuse me, tell me about the first set of products. Why did you choose those? Tell me about the scent, the formulations. And of course, you know, as a mom of boys, myself, my son's about to turn 11, are that you know we, we always are thinking about the ingredients and our what our kids are using so i'm sure they're safe but tell us why they're safe i'll let jill so, take this one she's the yeah. expert on the ingredients yeah no absolutely so you know what the first the first product that we created and by the way our sons were down this road with us from start until the very end um was the body wash like we knew like that was the one thing that they needed that they were currently using um, and that we needed to transfer them from using a baby formula that was safe into their next chapter, which would be a, a body wash that was created for them and continued to be safe and gentle. Gentle being like the key word here. Um, so we went to a lab. We gave them a number of um, products, ingredients that we said, but first of all, we admire Credo and their high standards. So we ensured that everything that we created would meet the highest standards um, that exist. Um, in terms of fragrance, we didn't want any synthetic fragrance whatsoever. We knew that like it smelling good was still really important to this age, um, but they did not want to smell like bubble gum. They did not want to smell mm-hmm. like grapes. Um, so we came up with something that was fresh, that was light, that would actually not linger because if you notice that once you do use the body wash, it smells great, but then five hours later, you're not smelling because it's, it's a very natural botanical. Um, and then we moved on from there. We were thinking, okay, so anyone like the younger ones could use that body wash and then what's next? Okay. So they start getting the whiteheads, the blackheads. We need to create a face wash, their very first face wash, something that's gentle. Once again, that there's no fragrance. And so we created the foaming face wash. And we also thought about like, this has to be really simple for them. Meaning like there's no time for them to even put product in their hand and lather it up. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure that it foams right away. Right. And um, even with like our, our face lotion that we created after that, again, they're starting to get greasier. So there needs to be sebum control in there. It has to be light. Um, and also like we created a tube with a pump because if you think about how like the toothpaste is in their bathroom, that cap mm-hmm. never makes its way back onto the toothpaste. So we needed something that the cap would would be a pump for them. At the same time, we didn't want it to be a tub where, think about where, putting their fingers in a tub of face moisturizer. Like that's just not going to happen. 
Um, and then we came up with the face pads. Once again, like less steps involved. So the toner is already in the pad. And then mm -hmm. lastly is the stink, the body spray. And we needed to create something that would defunct them naturally. And um, that's our five products. That's incredible. It sound, I love that everything's very intentional and sort of created yeah. out of your own experience. And I know that you mentioned that your boys were <laughs> sort of part of this process. What has been their feedback so far? I'm, you know, they must be loving it, I'm assuming. <laughs> Well, they, I think at first they were just like, that's really cool. Um, I, we would put lots of fonts in front of them, different packaging. We asked them what they liked. My, um, one of my sons said, absolutely no stickers. And I was like, stickers, like what's, you know, that's the least expensive way is you just get a pre-made bottle and soft a sticker on it. So no, the whole bottle has to be a color, but we, we wanted to be uh, conscious of the environment and we wanted to use as much PCR material as we possibly could. So getting that in those rich, vibrant colors was very challenging, um, but we, but they, it, it has done the job. They're very impressed and they're like, wow, you, you made it, but they smelled things. They tried things. They put everything on their faces. We had some fails along the way and we just had to pivot and move off of it and find something that worked better. Um, you know, I've been offered the opportunity to slot my name on products before or partner with already existing, uh, you know, skincare lines uh, for girls or boys. And I didn't want to do that. And if I'm going to put my name on something, I have to really believe in it. Yeah. And, you know, so just to pivot a little bit, Julie, I think a lot of us moms out there, we, whether you're playing a fictional mom on TV or in your real life, you are just so relatable. You're kind of like, <laughs> you really do kind of speak for us in a way. And I think I, I feel really good about saying that. And one of the things that really made me just laugh was this tagline or this sort of like slogan you created, which I actually saw you talk about on Drew Barrymore. And then of course, yeah. IG. So please tell us about this because this sounds honestly like something I would scream to my kids in the shower. So <laughs> can you tell us? One of the reasons why we created the line was that there comes this age. I mean, you said you're, you're how old is your son? about to be 11 and yes he stinks so <laughs> and there's there's a time when all of a sudden you're not allowed in the bathroom the bathroom door closes and you're not allowed in anymore and you don't know what day it's going to be just like you sort of don't know when your last hug is going to be and all of a sudden it happens and they start coming out dirtier sort of slimy you know and you wonder what's going on in there so I would sort of knock on the door and go use the soap pits nuts butts in that order and that was one of the names that I had pitched for the product, but we realized that was a little bit limiting, um, especially since we want, you know, women, young women can use this line too. It's not just for those with nuts. Um, but that was just this kind of rallying cry and it caught on. Um, we put it on the back of the body wash and that's exactly the kind of tone that we wanted to strike was meet these kids where they are. Don't, don't have a paragraph about, you know, gently exfoliating or moving your hand in a counterclockwise circle. We want to be like, pump it in hand, wash pits, nuts, butts, and feet, rinse off. Like, simple um, and relatable. And I think moms are the ones that are really like, yeah, that's relatable. 
Yeah, I think like when I talk to my own boys, I I hate to say, I mean, they're so smart, right? Like they're the best, but like you do kind of have to like get down and dirty when you're, and then they they laugh and then they're like, then you're cool. So I love that. I can't wait to, you know, introduce my own son to this concept of pits, nuts, buzz. I think it's it's easy to remember and hopefully it'll work, right? But okay, so we're all boy moms here. um, And I know- of course, you know, there's so many, there's the joys of parenthood are just like, you know, they're never ending no matter if you're raising boys, girls, you know, so I'm, but I'm wondering what is something really special that you guys can speak to about raising boys in particular, because I do think it's so special. And, but I'm also speaking from my own, you know, completely objective, a subjective point of view. You want to take that Jill? Well, I mean, let's like break it down. Like we're creating like the future, the future husbands, right? The future boyfriends. <laughs> so we better do it right. Like we know like how we want to be treated. And so like we're training these little guys to be better men for our future. Um, so it, it's important. And that's why like us teaching them about their skincare, like who else is going to do it? It's, right. it's us. Um, but Look, I like I love boys. I was like the girliest of girl. I love my pink, purple, and glitter any day of the week. I'm also happy like my boys are not stealing all my makeup and all my clothes too. So like that's a huge benefit. Um, but I I adore it, and like there's so many lessons that we can teach them, and um, thrilled that we're that uh, we are boy moms. I like, I love having boys. I I was freaked out at first because I came from three girls. I didn't have a brother. I went to all girls schools. I was deeply unfamiliar with boys until I was dating them, you know, late teens. And I was a real late bloomer. So I was shocked by boys, every step of it from changing diapers to getting peed on. I was like, what? (laughs) To, you know, just the way that they relate, the way that they, um, they're so, what you see is what you get. Of course, that's not true of every single kid. Of course, there's some that like levels that are going on, but I often get in the car with my kids in the morning, especially, and I'm like, are you okay? What's going on? And they're fine. They're just grunting. They're just at the grunt stage. It's like, oh, good. And I'm like, you can't be, you must be profoundly depressed. Don't you want to talk about it? They're like, no, I'm good. And they are. They're boys. Um, you know, every boy is different. Uh, my three are certainly different and Jill's two are different. But for the most part, boys are not as complex at this age as girls um, socially and emotionally. Uh, I'll ask them, you know, so who, who are your best friends? And they're like, that, that kid. Um, uh, and they've been hanging out for weeks. They don't know his name's like Kyle or Keith. I don't know. It's just really basic. You've got something I like. I you you play soccer. I play soccer. We're friends. There's not a whole lot of social emotional complexity in those early years. I love that. And um, is this uh the first time? I think it's the first time you guys have partnered on you know on a business endeavor, but I'm, so I'm wondering, you know, what challenges, cause I know I, a lot of moms who are entrepreneurs are interested in, in that journey, you know, watch, watch and listen to this podcast. So what advice do you have for them? I mean, obviously a lot of times when we have an idea for a business is born out of something that's happening in our own life, but mm-hmm. it is really hard to kind of connect those dots from, you know, inspiration to like getting it out there. So what advice do you have for moms who have a business idea and, you know, how can they sort of bring that forward? 
Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll take this one because it, this was so, this part of the journey was us connecting with our network. So uh, us finding the formulator was a former client of mine who also has a teen son who also is, who had formulated for major corporations and me picking her brain along the way. Us, as well as even speaking with former um, executives that were now consulting and just asking, asking for that advice. And I think like what I was always told, like the answer is always no, unless you ask. So just taking those baby steps and network. Yeah, it's definitely, we do a lot of, um, of asking people. I mean, anybody knows, even if you are live in a, in a small town and you don't have any you think you don't have any connections. You know somebody that started something or somebody that runs a store or, you know, there's no such thing as a place that, where there's no business and finding anybody who has started or runs a business and asking them, just ask them questions as many as you can and follow up and, you know, cultivate those relationships. Yeah. And how does it feel so far? I mean, it must be super, I'm assuming to be, that it must be really fulfilling. I mean, it's kind of, you know, almost like we use this word a lot, but like a pivot. So, I mean, can you speak on just like the emotional aspect of, you know, of sort of having this business and watching it you know, succeed and grow? I'm used yeah. to going to a set in the morning and being told like my day is sketched out. Like they give me a call sheet and I'm like, and this is it. And then when I complete that work, it's done. And then that day is literally all it is in the past. And that's not true with business. You know, every day builds on the last. Um, it's definitely exciting but it's also uh it's scary i'm not gonna lie this is freaking scary i like being given a script and told exactly what to do so this is new for me and i'd love to hear how jill feels yeah i mean we, we're both in very vulnerable places right like we we put ourselves out there and it's extremely rewarding as well like when we receive feedback from from our customers um and especially one recent a mom wrote in to say like, thank you so much. My son um, suffers from autism. And this is the first time that he's really excited about taking a shower. He loves hits and nuts and butts and thank you. Like something like that, like takes the everyday scariness of like, and it makes it so much better and rewarding. Thank yeah. you so much for saying that. I think, you know, people, you know, there's there's so much glamorization of everything, but especially, you know, running a business. And we hear about how it's hard, but we don't often hear this sort of scary, vulnerable part. So thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your story. It's been so great just connecting with both of you on like all of these topics. But please tell everybody where they can find JV Scrub and maybe what's next. Uh, any other products coming down the line? Um, yeah, well, you can get it at JB Scrub with a K dot com and uh coming next we're working on a shampoo and a um spf moisturizer you know a sunscreen moisturizer um anything else jill there's many things in the hopper but those are two that i think that will be seen on oh, our pimple soon. patches yes love that and yeah. tell us where we can follow you on instagram oh i'm at the real julie bowen.com we also have jb scrub um uh on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok is yeah. very important to these people. So we had to meet them where they are. That's been the steepest learning curve of all for me. I can't I believe I'm like, I'm like, good for you. Good for you on that TikTok. Cause I just still, I'm not. 
It is not easy. And we've had to do, it's trial and error. You know, we throw a lot of stuff at the, at the wall and, and it's unbelievable what sticks. We're like, oh, you like that? Okay. So we, it's a learning, it's a learning process, definitely when it comes to social media, but that's how you reach them. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you both so much. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the time. So, and your gorgeous backgrounds. Thank you for getting me out of <laughs> city for a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye.